Hey, good morning, Nashville, and happy New Year's Eve to you. This is the Money Man Mike Show on News Radio 1510 WLAC, where we talk all things real estate. And if you are listening to us for the first time, well, happy New Year, and maybe this will be a starting trend for throughout the rest of the year. But you need to tune into us and check everything out because if you're buying a house, downsizing, looking to do just something in real estate, you need to listen to what we've got to say because I assure you, we discuss it and we'll give you the tips and you'll have all of the professional context that you need to get everything done and to, you know, just have a good financial decision. Because, I mean, going into the first year, you're making all of this new stuff, all the new goals, all the new year's resolutions. Yeah, all that stuff comes up. And you need to listen to some people that have done this before for many other people and so forth. So you've tuned into the right show. I am your host, Michael Thayer with Waterstone Mortgage. I am MLS licensed and my license number is 173264. And you already heard in the background, we have Miss Andra Brewer on from Benchmark. <laughs> hoo, 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 hoo. Good morning. What's up? Nothing. I was. Yeah. Ar- I'm already spitting out my goals for I, the world to hear. I'd say you're ready it, to go. The same goal every year. He's going to do Would four you? woots instead of three. <laughs> look like five. Look like ten years ago. I was like, I'm going to lose ten pounds, and then about two two years after that, I was like, I'm going to lose fifteen pounds. <laughs> then it's like, I'm going to lose fifteen pounds. Now I'm I like, think that's I everybody's resolution. Pounds. That's an autocorrect New Year's resolution. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mr. Clear Title, Chris. Mr. Thayer. Or better known as Chris Corvo from Midtown Title. How are you, my friend? Dude, again, GQ looking over there. Stylish. Profiling. I'm always prepared. Always. What's your resolution for the year? Uh, you know, mine's more personal, I think. Um, you don't have to share if you don't want to. No, it's okay. It's it's all right. So I, uh, I hope to take some more time for myself personally. There you go. That's a good and, goal. Um, yeah. And because the last few years we've been so busy working, yes. and I'm so thankful for it. And uh, But, you know, time is going by, and uh, so I'm hoping that there are times when I can just unplug for, even if it's for an hour, uh, an extra hour out of the week, and try to focus on family and myself and, and be a little more selfish with my time. That's good. I, 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 that's awesome. I like that a lot because one of mine this year is taking every Friday off. Good wow, for you. For, that's exact, a, for the exact same reason. Like the daytime too. Taking Friday off. Ooh, that's wow. a, Fridays might, are our busiest days. You on Friday. I know, I know. <laughs> but there will be support. There will be ways to get things done. Everything okay. will be handled. That's good. You need to when you're. I call you at ten o'clock at night and you're working. Mm-hmm. It's been the same way as you. It's just been crazy busy, which is a blessing. But still, yeah. I mean, I think we're all in that boat. I mean, we all answer each other's emails. At this point, we're we've become friends mm-hmm. on top. You know, as opposed to clients. So it doesn't bother me to take one of your phone calls or an email or whatever because it's like you're talking to your friends. But right. you know, it still cuts in the cuts in the other time but okay. i do the, i do the same thing but i don't know that i could take a whole day off on friday uh, got so shoot. many people close on friday i, I called mike at 10 o'clock on friday <laughs> and i was joking around saying i expected to get your voicemail but we spoke for about 45 minutes yep mr brian Boozlow from abc insurance right there hello mr thayer what's up man oh not not too much but see people like you guys and i tell this to clients too i mean if you if if you're genuine and you're not Abusing my time? I'll talk to you. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what we all do. We're in the we're in the business of giving advice and helping people out. But man, you get that one client or that one realtor or builder, or whatever. Let's just blame it, David, right now. You David calling you at ten o'clock at night. You don't want to talk to David. He's on his way in, so he, he, we can blame him. He's probably listening. <laughs> He's coming through the door. Hey, don't be talking about me. If the Red Sox beat the Yankees, hey, then, blah, blah, then blah, maybe blah, I'll give blah, you an blah, annoying blah, blah, call. Blah. <laughs> hey, JT, edit that part out. Yeah, you got it. I uh, took a call last Saturday, Christmas Eve, took the call from an, from a client who called, and he was trying to find out something about a property. This client was trying to make an offer. And, you know, I just took the call because we're, like that's I said, we that's what we do. And yeah. it was a Saturday, and I was with my family, and I kind of got that look a little bit from my wife, yeah. but, but not too bad, but because she knows who it is. And so, uh, but she was like, tell him it's family time. But, you know, I got the answer that he needed. It took five minutes, and, and it helped him out. And, and so that's yeah. just kind of how our business works. It's really not a nine-to-five job. No. I think anybody in this business can can attest to the fact that, you know, everybody talks about bankers' hours. And, and, and in this line <laughs> of work, it just doesn't work that way. No. In all reality, you look at this whole table right here. We are who we are mm-hmm. and where we are because we take those calls. Exactly. Very true. That is another one of my resolutions is to answer the phone when it rings, which I I, I really adamantly do try to do that. Yep. But I get it now all of a sudden I'm getting a lot of out of town telemar you know, telemarketer yeah. phone calls. So I've been kind of ignoring them if they're out of town phone calls. Yeah. And then I want you to know yesterday I was like, I, you know, this is one of my resolutions. Here comes a phone call. I guarantee it's somebody selling something. I answered it. It was somebody wanting to meet with me tomorrow that's moving here. I, I will take that one step further. I was on the way home, just picked up one of the kids from school, and I'm getting a call from Boston. And I'm like, all right, cool. Boston Red Sox, everything's good, but why am I getting a call randomly from Boston? And I'm like, they can, they can go to voicemail. It went to voicemail and immediately called right back, which typically oh, irritates that's, me. That's a pet peeve of yes, mine. Yes. Typically, I'm just like, all right, dude, you're definitely going to voicemail purposely now. I'm like, no, nah, let me take this call. Somebody that had been turned down by another bank for a stupid reason, they were given my information from a realtor in a development that said, hey, these guys have been able to close deals in this place before, and you need to give them a call. So like, hey, I've got this full package I need help. Can you get this thing done by this time? Sure enough, man, you want to talk about a pristine file. It was cookie cutter. If there is such thing in these days or the appraisal or the title. Sorry, Chris, it was our, it was somebody else. Otherwise, it was coming your way. If and I wasn't clear then. <laughs> not clear title, Chris. I didn't hear about anything on the insurance yet either, Chris. We haven't got that far yet. <laughs> and then, you know, it just it all just kind of pieced together. And it was like, Wow. You know, but this comes back to your point. Everyone talks about you try to get in touch with a realtor, you try to get in touch with a mortgage guy or a title company or insurance. Nobody will answer their phone. Half the reason is because we're probably on the other line with somebody else. But just if you can answer that phone and become more available, Mm -hmm. we'll get so much more business, which is part of my reasons of taking Friday off, which kind of sounds counterproductive. How can you take and handle more business if you're designating every Friday off? But there's a, there's a, big grand plan behind it that will work and once you guys see it work and you'll be like hey how do I do that yeah. and if you're answering your phone you're not having to spend time on voicemails and calling people no. back and listening to go. them and no. all that well, I've always said this business is the simplest form of business. It's relationship driven. Yeah. And so if you're taking calls and you've, your people have got questions and you need to get to the right people, that's what makes 
part of you being so successful is that you do have ways of contacting folks yep. that can get these types of answers that you need. And I think we've all do a really good job as a team doing that. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Hey, we got to jump out to a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to get into the show. Um, we're going to talk about the impact of increasing interest rates on your buying power. It's, it's here. Rates have finally started to tick up and we've got to really face that reality. And then we're going to talk about uh, why you should not have taken your house off the market during the holidays. And if you did, you need to get with your realtor or Call me. brewer and get your house relisted. And then we're going to talk into or get into a bunch of stuff with uh, Brian with ADB. Yeah. Try to say that too fast. ABC Insurance Group, Brian Boozlow. That'll get you squared Boozlow. away. Boozlow. Do I know insurance. if I have enough insurance? Do I? How do I know if I got enough insurance? That's exactly right. You just got to ask me. Did you get a ring for Christmas? Did you get a car for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas that you need to call your insurance guy about? We're going to talk about all those things when we get back from break. Been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show where we are talking all things real estate. This is Dave's song over there. Oh, yeah. Money Talk. Come on, sing it. No. Come on, Dave. Not a chance. Dave. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, we. Mr. Chris Corvo had to go take care of some closing, so he couldn't spend too much time with us this morning. And Mr. David, Capital Homes, Lukey. <laughs> what Dollar Dave? Sure. What was what would you call him in a go? We're gonna. I love all these little tag names and little nicknames. What'd you call him a second ago? Pain in the. <laughs> I was about to say, can we say it on radio? How do you call him anything? I don't reckon. I say such nice things about her. Yeah, Aww, he does always he does. say nice things about you. <laughs> <laughs> now, David Lukey from Capital Homes has joined us again. and We'll get you a nickname. Can you believe how fast last week went? Man, can you believe how fast this year's gone? It was just really? like we were just here. Yes. Yes. I, Wasn't Y2K last year? It I was just going like to say, <laughs> we can all probably remember. Oh, absolutely. Like yesterday, Y2K. Yeah. I was in college, and my call, Auburn, of course, was picked in Playboy. My brother gets Playboy, but anyway, they came out with a top ten. Oh boy, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, where is this going, Andrew? It had a top ten destinations in the U.S. for New Year's for why uh, for yeah. hitting two thousand. I don't know why, but Auburn was one of them on the list. So we had a really? huge blowout at all in Auburn, and they, you know, it was it was awesome. How much did those spreads pay? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about, I mean, blowouts. I mean, Nashville. Did I hear it right that we're like the number one or possibly the top two for yes. like New Year's places this year? Isn't that crazy? That is. is crazy. And the most expensive. I'm interested to see how it's going to work out because they're moving, you know. Yeah, they are moving anyway. this year. Which is weird because everybody's downtown. What's the appeal of moving it over there where you, I mean, you've got the Bicentennial Park, but I would think you'd have more space to put people down Spread at Riverfront. out in the streets and then yeah. the Riverfront. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Is there it's great? It's going to be great. I mean, it's, they'll it's pull fantastic. it off. It, you know, I think it'll be a better from a logistical point for the fireworks. I think it might be better there because, you, well, I mean, I was going to say then you don't get the block from the buildings, but yet depends on what side. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting kind of walking myself through it. I think you're still getting a blocked view. I don't know. Which means I got to change where we were going to go. We Low, lower broad is just so congested on a regular night. I oh, think that's it's part awful. of it. Yeah. But that's where everybody wants to be because of the honky tonks. 
It's yeah. going to be great. The tourists. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. You know what? That's it. You've got too. everybody at the Honky Talks it's going good. there, and then you have everybody over there. They can grow it and have more people. It's, it's, it's so much different and better than New York, if you ask me. It's not nearly as cold. It's not it's, – it's, I don't know. It's just To me, it's much better. I would rather be in Nashville than New York. No Ryan Seacrest. I mean, you know, you got that going for us. That's right. Yeah. That's a big plus. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, I just think, yeah. I think the show is better. I think everything, everything about it's better. I'm just thinking, you know, you, you, if you go to Times Square, okay, you've done that. All right, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's always the same. But in Nashville, it's always, it's the same, but yet it's different. They Does that make sense? Up. Yeah, it's, it's better. Different. It's so much better. I agree. It's, it's, it's so great. much better. I, it's not, it's next, not even close. Next week, we can discuss how it all went. Yes. And speaking of next week. Are your boys even playing in a... I'm going to the Sugar Bowl, baby. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I am going. We got tickets. We going to the Sugar Bowl. Surprise! you didn't open up with something about the Sugar Bowl. Yep. I'm leaving on the first. Be a good Games time. on the second. There you go. Nolans, baby. Heading out. Heading out. Wow. <laughs> Smart, what time tomorrow morning are you getting up? Um, <laughs> too early. <laughs> Just stay a little, stay awake, and don't even go to bed. Are, are, are you practicing for this morning? Um, my husband tomorrow? likes to get up early and drive while I sleep, and then he takes photos of me asleep the whole time, <laughs> and then throughout the day texts them to me. This is a common thing. He I'm should like, just oh. he should post them on Facebook, and yes. that way, by the time you wake up. <laughs> No, all your friends will chime in. Him. That's the one with the drool going yeah. down. The no. like that. Oh, you don't even Please. know. They're awful. Please, just the one. <laughs> we can text Mr. Jim. How about, about one that? with a gloopy eye? Got yeah, one with a gloopy whatever. Eye? <laughs> I look great. beautiful when I sleep. Thank you. We love you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the impacts on in, the rise in interest rates are going to have on the market, in the if sh- any? The short term, it's going to push people to it. I think it's going to drive people in droves. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are going to because it's not going to just raise once. Yeah, no. I think the, people that are sitting on the fence are going to be like, "Oh my God, we got to, we got to do it now." Yeah. What haven't we been talking about this for? What, I know. Fifteen years. Well, that's just <laughs> it. As we have been, it's back. The rates are increasing. The rates are increasing, but they don't increase. But now, all of a sudden, you start to see that movement, and people are being mm-hmm. literally catapulted it. off the fence. They believe it. I, I think the most interesting part is people talking about. Oh my goodness! Rates might be five percent. How high is that? Five, like, whatever. Five's nothing. Yeah. What was it? We I had a stat in here a couple weeks ago. The last thirty-five years, I think it was, the average rate was like eight or nine percent. Eight, I think. Yeah. yeah. And here we are talking about even if it's at four, four and a half. Come on, it's half of what it's been for the average over the last yeah. thirty-five years. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't pull the trigger beforehand. But it makes an impact. It does make a big, oh, yeah. big, big impact, and and you shouldn't. Sit on the sidelines. Now, I'm not going to overly depress people and tell them, well, if you would have bought it when rates were this, you you know how much they would have saved. But mm-hmm. That's it's, the still, trick. it's still the buy now so they don't go up even higher. Yeah. It's that buying psychology thinking, yeah. oh, geez, I could have gotten 100000 more if I would have pulled the trigger at 2.75. Mm-hmm. Were they ever that low? They were, but I mean. For a day or two. Yeah, I mean. And you were paying for it too. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's you get a lot of false advertisement. You got to redefine print on the discounts and everything else. But 
bottom line is, you know, go out to the website, moneymanmike.net, or out on Facebook at moneymanmikeradio, and check out this graphic we put out there for the impact of how interest rates have an impact on your buying power, because it'll kind of put it into some real dollars and cents, but it also ties in the timeline from 1985 to now, how where rates were, where rates are now, and what you could afford then versus what you can now. And I mean, you can just do the, the exact opposite for rates going up, but I mean, rates... If they get to five, five and a half, six, I think that's a very steady, or not steady, but a very fair range of where they'll probably end up in the next year or two. But do you have something on the website that illustrates, hey, I'm looking for a two hundred thousand dollar home at a four point seven five percent rate? How much is it going to cost me? You can run some calculators that'll give you that information, but what a lot of a lot of times that we see people do is they they just look at it from what they just put in there from what they think they know to put in there, mm-hmm. whereas we're looking at it with like David's houses, they have a small HOA fee. Now, granted, it's a $25 a month fee. 20 $20 a month. Which is nothing. Which is nothing. But believe it or not, 20 bucks can make or break some deals. And when you have an, a rising interest rate environment, it you get to that threshold where you just can't go up anymore. And all and of a sudden, people's that 20 credit's different than others. Credit There's is a different. lot of factors to just say this is apples to apples because people yep. aren't. All apples. <laughs> Your down payment, and then on top of that, student loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, FHA um, and Fannie Mae, which is conventional loans, if your loans do not report as being paid off in 10 years, we have to count by federal lending laws 1% of your balance as your payment, regardless of what it says, regardless of what kind of payment plan you're in. That will make or break a deal, and we've had that before, uh, deal uh, kill a deal, but Whereas yeah, you, you can't, you can go to go to Capital Home Ideas and find a mortgage calculator. You can go, yeah. you can find mortgage calculators pretty much on Google too. It, I have one on my phone. It's well, junk well, in, junk out. Yeah, but what Mike is saying is right. It's always difficult, even when I've got somebody sitting there with me and they say, "What's my payment going to be?" And I throw it in the mortgage calculator and, and, then, I got, and then I give them all the disclaimers. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 you know, because you have to, because it's 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 pretty complicated. You need to call a professional like Mike. There's a lot of moving pieces that you have to check out. And where's where's that website they need to go to, Mike? You can go to actually just go out to the Facebook page, the Money Man Mike Radio, or on the website for the radio show, MoneyManMike.net. It'll link us back to my personal site for the Waterstone, and then obviously you can go to mm-hmm. your website for basic calculators as well. So, but hey, we've got to jump out to a break. But when we come back, we're gonna get into some insurance stuff, and then also if you've taken your house off the market, why you need to put it back on the market. Been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show. We talk all things real estate. Before the break, I made the comment of if you've taken your house off the market during the holidays, why would you have done that? Who advised you to do that? And two, you need to put it back on the market ASAP. I think, and Andrew, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think a lot of times people do that because they don't want to have to leave their house for a showing. And have family in town. and you know They've got guests in every a room. A lot of times that's what it is. I get that point. But if you've got to move it, if you've got to sell it. Then you need to keep it listed. That's right. I, I, I know that last week in between Christmas and New Year's, the number of showings that we got down in Dixon, because I've only got one finished house do spike because there's nothing else to look at. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that empty house, it gets showed a lot, a lot mm-hmm. more than you would expect yeah. because there's nothing else to look at. 
if people are out looking at this time of the year, they're buying. A house. They're serious. Yeah, they need to buy something. They're going to buy it quick. Isn't, isn't there a belief though here coming from the homeowner side saying, "Geez, if I list my house November thirtieth and it's on the market for three months, and not too many people are out there looking at it, like in the springtime, it's going to show." How many days on the market? And then you're, you're saying, oh, geez, something's wrong with that house because it's been on the market for 120 days, even though it's been you know, listed from November, December, January, February during the slow times. Is that, is that not why most people will, one will word, hold off? One word answer to that. Why would that house still be on the market for 90 days? Because it's overpriced. <laughs> overpriced. <laughs> well, I, I will say this, and, and Andrew, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that that in a normal market, traditional market, that's probably accurate. But I think in the market that we have right now, where there are just not enough listings okay. to fill the demand, mm-hmm. you, we talk about this a lot on the show. People think that you can have the same strategy every year, every decade. Yep. And that's yeah. not the case. No. It's no. absolutely going to depend on the market. I, I saw I a house you. last week, the week of Christmas, and I just started working with them. And I was like, well, you know, it's going to slow down because stuff – obviously, people aren't yeah. listing their house the week of Christmas. I mean, mm-hmm. there may, I mean actually, there it was a pretty new listing. But um, yeah. uh, they bought it. It had been listed – no, it had been listed one day. And the reason they listed it the week they did is because they found one they wanted. So they were like, either way, we're moving. We want this house, so we're going to go ahead and list our house. And it sold, and they're buying yep. that one, and it's all working out. It, it makes sense. have to move, yeah. With the market that we're in, I, I hear you. And I've had an upswing of people that are, their jobs are moving them for next year mm-hmm. that have, you know, maybe they have time off because it is Christmas week, or, you know, it was, and they're coming in town to see family, and I met with two people last week for that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I'm sure it's true in insurance, too. Sometimes people want to say this is always correct. This is the way you always do it. And then the real answer is, well, it depends. It, depends. Yeah. it, it might have been the way we did it in the past, but you times know, have changed. In this marketplace, that is a good idea. In this marketplace, it's not. Yeah. Back back in the days, we all went with State Farm or Allstate because that's what mom and dad did. Exactly. And now you have brokers like us. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of that, I mean, that's a nice little segue to get into ABC Insurance Group. And Thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> Aim to please. <laughs> Dollar Dave in the house. No, I mean, ABC Insurance Group, you know, you've been on the show before and tell people, you know, how long you've been an agent, why you've been in the business as long as you have, why you've left the, the big flagships of like the Allstates and State Farms and – the benefits you bring to everybody right now being an independent agent, not being boxed into that one particular you know, set of carrier rules that might not work for a client. I've been in the insurance industry for, gosh, now 15 years. And uh, again, started out with the big blue, Allstate. And I have nothing to say negative about Allstate. They're a great company. They pay claims just like the other uh, A-rated companies out right. there. Uh, the reason why I made a choice, my family made a choice to go independent was not every single client is going to fit nope. in the Allstate box. Nope. So when you have a, a client that's buying a really old home or a, or a farmhouse or a log cabin, uh, you have so many different choices. So if I if we didn't want to limit ourselves with the type of people that we can work with, mm-hmm. so 
we went independent. Now we have companies like Erie Insurance, American Commerce, Progressive, Travelers, you name it. There's always a place, a size of a company, the price, the client. We can match the right need for the right person instead of saying no matter what, let's go with this one company because that's all we have. Right. So you can customize a solution based on the client's needs instead of trying to force a product on them that doesn't exactly fit what they really need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we still today at our agency, if someone, you know, I, I have friends, I always say at Farm Bureau, State Farm, Allstate. So if someone comes into a, a, our agency and the fit is not within our portfolio of carriers, we will make the call and I'll call my buddy Spencer over at Farm Bureau and say, hey, you know, meet with this client. This is more your fit. It's a, his house is 10, 10 miles from a fire department. Mm-hmm. It's a farm. This is more your fit. Can I you can attest to that. Out? You've done that a couple of different times with Spencer. Yes. So that's, I mean, Brian's not your typical insurance agent and neither is any of the other employees at ABC, ABC Insurance Group. I don't know why. You're having a problem with that, huh? I always get tongue ABC. twisted. ABC. The first thing you learned. Yeah. ABC, one, two, three. I may have to change it. ABC Insurance. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> say it the way Money Man Mike says it. I don't know why I tongue twist that. But in any event, you need to call Brian because, I mean, one of the first things, and I've been, God, we've known each other now for 13, 13 years maybe. Probably going on 14 years. Yeah. And we've been exchanging insurance business and clients and everything back and forth and helping everybody out. And Brian was the first insurance agent and the only insurance agent that has ever sat down and really explained how to look at something and how to compare the insurance companies, why the independence, why you don't need this. He won't try to sell you something you don't need, but at the same time, you know, your umbrella uh your umbrella coverage. Just talk about that. Why do you why do you recommend that for a client um versus just regular typical, you know, standalone, you know, home policy with an auto policy? Why do you put the umbrella policy on there for just a, a smaller premium difference? This day and age in this litigious society Everyone knows how much an attorney costs for one hour. Yeah, can I get can I get a arm and a leg? Arm and a leg. Yep, three hundred twenty five dollars, two fifty to three twenty five. That's three fifty. And I was talking to a client the other day on the phone that I knew for about twelve years, Mm -hmm. and he did not have an umbrella policy on his on his insurance. And I mean, we were talking when he was starting out in his business. Now he's a you know, very well-to-do business person. And I said, we have to get together and do your umbrella policy. I'm embarrassed. I have so many different clients that come in. If I don't stay in touch with them each year um, and we don't do an annual review, which I was going to talk about a little bit later. Perfect time. um, Make certain that you sit down with your insurance agent and demand time for an annual review. I don't care if it's on the phone, but demand time. We have clients that say, no, I don't want to sit down with you. Um, you got my you got my insurance coverage that we need. You know my family. Just do it. But getting back to your umbrella policy, this overlaps $1 million worth of liability over your home and your autos, your boats, motorcycles if you have toys. So if you're out driving in your car and for some reason your car hits ice and you slide into a school bus and you do a lot of damage that I don't want to talk about <laughs> and you injure children – one of those children's parents or all of those children's parents are going to sue you. Yeah. 
this umbrella policy that costs about $200 a year will cover you up to $1 million over your liability limits on your auto. Pure so, peace of mind. Pure peace of mind. That is why you buy umbrella coverage, or we call it personal catastrophic coverage. You've been shown an umbrella policy? I don't know. I need to check. David? Uh, I have an umbrella I was about policy. to say, you've got to have one, I think. Well, I've got, I actually have two because I have my GL for my company, my general liability for yeah. my company with an umbrella, and then I have personal umbrella. Too. We all need, even if you don't think you have a lot, put it on. Yeah. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about the uh, annual review, but especially right now, this time of the year. What'd you get for Christmas? Did you get a car? Did you get a ring? I mean, all the things that change on your policy that you need to, all the things that you change in your life that you need to add to your policy. So we'll get into that and wrap the show up and other side of this break. You've been listening to the Money Man Mike Show on News Radio 1510 WLAC. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You're listening to the Money Man Mike Show. We talk all things real estate. And if, if I forget to say it, Happy New Year to everybody. Because I think we're going to run this segment long. And I want to make sure we tell everybody have a happy new year, be safe, and definitely get in contact with everybody to go through this annual review with Brian, any of your professionals that you deal with, and get your stuff in order because we all get busy. We all forget about things. We get stuff at the holidays, and they need to get added to your policies. So this is a perfect time to call your agent like Brian and say, hey, you know, we just traded in the cars, or hey, I got a ring for my wife or my husband, or got some hyper jewelry, or some inheritance of some sort, you know. How do they amend that stuff with you on their policy? And what's what's some of the key things that people just take for granted that they shouldn't be and they need to be contacting their agent? The inheritance. That's okay. a huge one. And all they have to do is give us a call. Okay. Um, we, we try to give out to a, a call to all of our clients and arrange for a phone call or a personal appointment for an annual review. Right. However, that doesn't happen in every case. Right. We're all busy, but still. So many of us. I I had a best friend buy his wife a ring. It was over $100,000. Holy cow. Which after I stopped calling him crazy. (laughs) Buy him a ring or a jewelry store? It was a ring. And they took a trip out to the, I think it was St. Thomas or uh, St. Martin. Jeez. And that is something where you want to call from St. Thomas and say, hey, I have a ring and we'd (laughs) like to schedule it. Um, Of course, inheritance, anytime you... uh, I mean, even just a simple boat. Why is that important? You know, I had a friend that inherited a boat that probably cost only $700. So he felt no need to give me a call. Right. Put it on his policy. At the same time, if he's out there and I don't have it on his policy and he has a $2 million umbrella policy and something happens, he's got no coverage. Because the boat's not on there to begin with. Exactly. All right. Now, touch about... And that's uh, scary. Yeah. Touch on... Because people are like, man, I don't want to pay more insurance. Yeah, but I'm, the boat thing, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, what if you hit somebody else in the boat? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so the boat itself, your boat doesn't really matter, but what about your coverage if you ran into somebody else? And right. he has it on his umbrella policy, but this is where I'll lose everyone, and I'm going to glaze at least three sets of eyes <laughs> right here. Um, he'd be responsible for the first 300000 potentially, yeah. before his umbrella would kick in. Right. And you only have, like, when you buy a new car or trade in your car, truck, uh, motorcycle, boat, you only have about 20 days to notify your insurance agent Mm. 
to let them know that you traded a car or bought a new car so it will be covered. If not, I always say insurance companies are great until they want to wiggle their way out of something. Mm. Don't don't leave. Why do you don't only give have like 20 days or whatever? It's uh, Each state is different and each carrier is different. Well, it, what about all these people that don't have insurance that are legally supposed to? Oh, that's a whole oh, other mess. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not go down that. Here, track. I'm going to put mine on mute. Yeah. <laughs> Show's over. Let's wrap it up. Happy and New Year. State of go. Tennessee. <laughs> and, and that's a great, I mean, that's almost like you're just throwing out a bone for me because so many people want to save on their insurance. They'll raise their deductibles. Yeah. Or they'll say, I don't need this uninsured motorist. I'm insured. Why do I need this? And I'm paying for it. Uninsured motorist bodily injury is what protects you. If somebody without it hits you. Like 60% of the people in Tennessee at one time. Wow. So make certain that you have that. What do you think the percentage is now? Um, Geez, I'd have to look on my phone and Google it real quick. <laughs> but I, I would say it's probably close to 60%. Still? Yes. Wow. So the people that are all price conscious, and to be honest, we're all price conscious. We're balancing our budgets and trying to do different things, savings and kids going to college and so forth. But talk about how you can adjust your deductibles to turn around and incorporate these umbrella policies or to make the adjustments to give yourself the proper coverage without really increasing your monthly out, you know, expenses. So many, so many people, I, I guess if I, I was in a room and told 10 people to share with me their deductibles on their home and auto, uh, the common response would be $500. Oh, okay. that, that's my home. That's my deductible on my auto. What we're sharing with people is pick a deductible and we'll show you the difference in the numbers. Let's raise that deductible, especially if you have a new roof. Let's raise that deductible or a new home. If you buy a new home from David, I'm going to automatically recommend a $5,000 or a $2,500 deductible on your home. Why? There is so much less likely to happen that you're going to have an insurance claim with a brand new Mm 30-year shingle, architectural shingle. Plus, David's homes come with a 10-year warranty, so if there's some sort of structural issue, that's going to cover, right, David? Yeah, but the homeowner policy is not going to cover that anyway. Well, and that's a that's a different talk because now most I always say insurance company is not a warranty company. Right. However, saying, that all changes this year. But you got you got double coverage. Oh, whoa, 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 what? You do, but that that all changes this year because there are companies like Erie Insurance and American Commerce. How many of you at this table right now, if your iPad or if you got a virus on your uh, iMac, do you think it's covered under your homeowner's insurance? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Yes or no? No. And if you lost your iPhone, is it covered under your home insurance? No. no. If you dropped it in, a, in your toilet. If it's more than the deductible, maybe the phone is. No. We, we have now, like almost like the geek squad. Yeah. We have those built in. Your refrigerator oh, wow. and your HVAC, even if it's 10 years old, is covered. Really? Yes. Wow. Now, wow. When, be careful. Like, take out the words very carefully that I'm saying. A few of our carriers are implementing this this year. As an option or as part of the policy? As an option and part of the policy. Well, that's fantastic. Wow. What about all the, if you have all these claims and you get dropped for having claims, I mean, that's like and that, that's a where reason I see- to file a claim. I lost my phone. Oh, I did this. All my computer crashed. Then you got two claims that are. Well, and, and I said this to a client and he was so excited. He said, hey, geez, my HVAC is 10 years old. I'll probably use this to get a new HVAC system. And then he called me up two days later and he said, Brian, 
how does this work? And he, he's paid off his house, has a high deductible. I said, you can use it. However, I always save my claims for a weather related event, something that's big, something that's catastrophic. You really need it for. Because what you were saying is if you file for your iMac that fell down the stairs, that's one. Then my HVAC unit, it's old, worn out. I'm going to file another one. Then you have a windstorm that takes off a side of your, your house. And that's a big claim. Now you got three claims within five years and you're going to be paying about $4,000 a year for yeah. almost yeah. no coverage. So you yeah. got to be careful. On the deductible, it, it, it is always surprised to me how low some people have them. And and part of the, I think the, the way that I try to figure it out is at what number will I even bother with a claim? Mm. Like I just raised my, you were talking about umbrellas. I raised my deductible on, on my corporate general liability so that I could pay for, and it did. It, it balanced out. It was like two hundred dollars different. Yeah. And by the way, I pay like fifty grand in insurance, but it was like two hundred dollars. It was nothing difference to get this two million dollar umbrella by raising my right. deductible to five thousand from a thousand. I don't even know why I had it a thousand because I would ne- I would never file a claim. I wouldn't even file a claim for five thousand dollars. Right. You know, I'm I'm not filing a claim until it's ten or fifteen. I mean, well, it's, it's not going to do it. That's what he just said. A thousand dollar computer, even if it's a two thousand dollar computer versus a twenty thousand dollar roof. Yeah. But if you're, the money if you're getting the, started, yeah. right, you're a young person, you just got out of college, you're getting started, you know, five grand will crush you. Yeah, true. And so maybe the That's lower you deductible. Have to be careful. And, and, and if you have no money, and, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but if you have no money and you have a, might as well have a lower deductible because if you, you know, if you get crushed with a big claim, you're filing bankruptcy anyway. Mm-hmm. You ain't got nothing. Well, yeah. I, I have some of my more mature, I always say, and on fixed income clients. Yeah. Those individuals, I like to be careful, and I, I like yeah. to make sure that we don't pick too high of a deductible. Yeah. Yeah. And because when you're on a fixed income, you, you can't be having a 5000 or $10,000 deductible. Right. However, everyone else, and I'll ask, hey, Mike, if we're standing out in the street in our pajamas and we're watching your house burn up, are you going to be comfortable paying the first 2500 or $5,000? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take care of the rest, the seventy thousand dollars right. to repair your house. Just, just you first make sure the math makes sense. If it's saving you seven hundred dollars a year by raising your deductible from five hundred dollars to five thousand, I think that makes sense. Yeah. If you have that cash reserve and and that uh, fundamental six months in savings of your salary. Right. The other thing that I didn't, the, I know people get those rental policies. So we were talking a lot about homeowner policy right now, but yes. this is a real estate show and 40% of the people in the country rent, right? And those rental policies for the people, the, the fraction of people who have them are lifesavers sometimes because they'll, they'll pay, like if, if you, you live in your apartment and your next door neighbor's a knucklehead mm-hmm. and he burns you out of your house and home. Mm-hmm. It's going to take care of all your stuff because the apartment building is not going to take care oh, of your stuff. No. I, I tell people, David, all the time, I am more passionate about renter's insurance than I am about auto insurance. And auto insurance, you need it by the law, supposedly. Yeah. But yes, getting to your point, if your next door neighbor leaves the candle burning or leaves a cigarette on the couch and burns up all of your contents, the apartment complex, they're covered. They have their rental income replaced. You're out on the street. With a renter's policy, you're not out on the street. You can go into a hotel mm-hmm. for a reasonable time. We will also pay additional security deposits if needed. 
and we will give you, depending on what policy you have, one year to two years additional living expenses until you go back into a an apartment or a condo to rent at the same cost that you were in previously. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's you can't incredible. afford not to pay renters insurance for at that fifteen point. to twenty dollars a month. You cannot. No, and most of the time it takes off that fifteen to twenty dollars a month, depending on your personal property, will save you twenty five to thirty dollars on your auto a month. Oh, really? So it covers so it. It's a wash. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I lit up on that. Yeah. No brainer. Well, again, thank you for being here today, Mr. Brian. Thank you, Mike. ABC. Not ABC's, but ABC Insurance Group. (laughs) ABC. I don't know why I always have a problem with that. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Be safe tonight. Have fun. And definitely contact us to get some advice going into the next year. And we'll be glad to help you out. Money Man Mike here on News Radio, 1510 WLC. We'll be out.